so I don't know if you heard or not, but actor Stephen Collins is in the news. <laughs> oh, must be something good, right? No, no. Starring in a great new film? No. Awesome new TV comedy or drama? We'd been going out for months, and he was such a gentleman. He included all the kids. Actor Stephen Collins is in the news, and I'm sure everyone knows why at this point. It's all over TMZ and other entertainment news sources. Uh, I don't know if we have to say allegedly at this point before every single statement, because he basically confessed to child molestation. Yeah, and we don't know what we're doing. We're just a dumb little podcast. Anything that we bring up would be either from TMZ or an assumption of something that happened on the news like we're not an official news station yeah but since this news came to light we decided to um crap out a really quick episode of torture <laughs> vision that like we put no thought into whatsoever uh just trying to ride that wave of publicity or i don't even know what it is we're trying to ride <laughs> well whatever it is it certainly isn't little girls <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like it. So we're trying to associate ourselves with this story, I guess, because it's like easy publicity. <laughs> I'm not we wouldn't have that. to resort to this crap if we actually had listeners. <laughs> we could actually focus on quality content. But because we're basically unknown and no one supports us, we decided we would try something like this to maybe get our name out there. Exactly. And this is probably a horrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to do it anyway. So Stephen Collins is best known for his role on Seventh Heaven. So we decided to watch a couple episodes of Seventh Heaven in particular, ones where he counseled people who happened to be molested by child molesters. So we took a look at two separate episodes, uh, season four, episode 19, entitled Talk to Me, and season eight, episode nine, entitled Go Ask Alice. And for anyone who's interested, Seventh Heaven was a show that ran from 1996 to 2007. This thing had fucking 11 seasons. <laughs> you know how many of my favorite shows have been canceled prematurely? <laughs> this thing lasted for 11 seasons. <laughs> I, I remember watching this when it was new and just right off the bat i don't recognize anybody almost in the later seasons it's all different people i have no idea who they are there were some major cast changes there's like a billion people in this show it's like it's titled Seventh Heaven, I guess, because he's got seven kids or some shit. And, like, they're on cloud nine, whatever. It's just way too many characters. I mean, that fucking house has to smell like a gym locker, right? Like, all the time? I, I guess. <laughs> But uh, looking at the cast summary, Stephen Collins played the father, Eric Camden. He was in all 243 episodes of this show. Jesus. Along with his wife, actress Catherine Hicks, who played Annie Camden. The only other two, I guess, people. <laughs> one's a person, one's a dog. The dog Happy <laughs> was in all 243 episodes, apparently. <laughs> and then uh, Beverly Mitchell, who played Lucy Camden. Had that dog lived that long to be in every episode? Yeah, I, you know, it might not have even been the same dog. Yeah. It might have been multiple dogs. Just like, you know, sometimes when they get uh, child actors who are like little babies, like little girl from Full House, it was a set of twins. Yeah. And they just swap them all the time. Yeah. They might have had a whole litter of dogs. Just like they had a litter of the Olsen twins <laughs> on set. <laughs> 
So riding that wave in the news, TMZ reported an audio clip of Stephen Collins and his wife in a therapy session where Collins apparently admitted to molesting more than one child on more than one occasion. I was quite shocked in the news. I was interested to hear the audio and know that we're just dropped right into the middle of a conversation. Yeah. His wife's already devastated and uh, she's kind of not yelling, but she's definitely upset at him. And he's, I don't know, he's moping about like a kid that's got his hand caught in the cookie jar. Like he knows he's <laughs> fucked. So he's just like, he's giving her information, but he's trying to, to hide things, but he's also trying to tell tell the truth yeah i don't know it's it's a weird situation for he's him, ashamed. but like where okay yeah sure as he should be but where what how did that come out like they're having marital problems and all of a sudden he just blurts out like oh, i touch little girls like what <laughs> whoa when did that happen <laughs> i could be in the worst argument ever all of a sudden things escalated quite fast <laughs> Yeah, like, I just, I, I wonder how that happened. Like, it, maybe someone came to the wife and said... Uh, apparently, uh, according to someone in the news, uh, she did receive a letter, but I don't know if she believed it or not, but... She had maybe confronted him. Something happened. Um, I have no idea where she found out. And then she decided to record him without his knowledge, which I suppose in California, that actually may be against the law to do. But because this falls underneath like some category of a particular type of felony, apparently she has the authority to record him without his knowledge. So when she recorded this, apparently it was back in 2012, which... I think everyone's reaction was like, whoa, that was so long ago. Why are we hearing about this now? Like, that's kind of crazy. Um, doing a little bit of research, like TMZ had this article, I guess, about it did go to the LAPD in California. Um, they opened an investigation or maybe the investigation was already opened to something else. And then it was just practically closed. The only reason I know that is because I saw on TMZ's website that the LAPD like reopened the investigation or just looked into the allegations again or whatever it is that they used for terminology to explain that. But um, it's just bizarre. You would think that you would be able to get a conviction out of a fucking confession, right? <laughs> the thing is, once you say something that you shouldn't, it's out there and you can't get it back. That is the worst. Like, I'm, I'm so not the type of person to be all about gossip. <laughs> to be talking about what's on TMZ lately, this is this is all foreign to me. <laughs> Welcome to the scum on the bottom of your yeah, shoes. I, I couldn't give two shits about anything they normally talk about, you know? Yeah. I um, mean, but it fits the category of television and movies. Sadly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I did think this was funny. If you're on the cast, first of all, like, you're pretty much hiding out, right? Like, you're not going to the grocery store. You're not leaving your home because you know that there's goofy fucking TMZ reporters outside <laughs> your house hanging out in your parking garage. Like, just waiting to ambush you with their shitty little recorders. Yeah. And, like um, they did the mom. <laughs> yeah. That's what you bring up. Like, for whatever reason, actress Catherine Hicks, that, who uh, plays the mother on the show she decided she had to leave her house today <laughs> big mistake 
Yeah, and then she she gets ambushed in the parking garage, and they ask her like, uh, first off, uh, the guy. It's it's pretty funny if you watch the visual because the guy's like, "Hey, I just wanted to tell you that I'm a really big fan," and she just kind of rolls her eyes and gives him this look like, "Okay, get past the the <laughs> fucking puff piece, like, like just throw me the question that I know you're here for." Yeah, and he's like, "So, um, pretty crazy news, right?" <laughs> or whatever he said, and she's like, "Yeah, I had no idea." yeah yeah what the fuck do you want me to say yeah i i felt bad for her because she's like you know he seemed like a nice guy um i have no opinions like just leave me alone he at one point he said something like did you have any idea yeah like no (laughs) because if i did i would have told the police I learned that lesson in one of our episodes. You, you know we're not really married, right? <laughs> I love how they all the articles too say like Stephen Collins, the guy from Seventh Heaven, like like he was a pastor in real life. Yeah. Like he was really a reverend or whatever he was technically like wholesome family. Yeah. yeah. It's like and neither was the, the mother, the mother on the show. She played in um Child's fucking play. Child's Play. Yeah. Like, that's not a a Christian movie by any means. Like, these people were just actors. Yeah. They were surprised it lasted 11 seasons just like us. I bet everyone, though, on the cast is pissed because people are pulling the show from syndication and there goes, like, those big fat paychecks yeah. that they were getting. Yeah, exactly. I heard that uh, a TMZ reported that TV guy pulled it and some fucking weird channel I've never heard of, like, Up TV, <laughs> Up Yours TV, uh, <laughs> somebody uh, also pulled it. Like, it's not anybody else's fault. Any of the other billion characters <laughs> that are on this show... And uh, and they all got fucked because of this one fucking alleged chomo. <laughs> this alleged child molester who confessed. Like, <laughs> do we really have to say allegedly? No, everyone knows. Do you think after he pays the divorce and then the victims... <laughs> <laughs> that he's gonna have any money to come after us <laughs> which we have nothing anyways no. <laughs> to give <laughs> so like the main reason why i wanted to do a seventh heaven episode and it took me forever to scour through all 11 seasons um was to find an episode where fucking steven counsels somebody over sexual abuse in particular child molestation the entire show every single episode is like a very special episode yeah it's like that uh abc's after school special yeah so like we knew it was guaranteed that they were there yeah and there are probably more than the two we saw but seeing two is enough (laughs) seeing one is enough (laughs) and frankly i don't want to buy any more of this show no we had to we had to pay for this each episode was a dollar 99 on amazon instant view believe it or not we didn't have it in dvds lying around the house (laughs) not next to our bible on the bookshelf i'm still shocked that this guy attacks children and then it ruins my night (laughs) i had to sit through two episodes of this show child abuse is bad okay it affects all of us You know, before I just I knew it was bad, but it never affected me personally. 
<laughs> oh, um, we should say this too. Uh, Stephen Collins was fired from uh, Ted Two. He was going to have some small part in the movie, but he got fired within hours of this story breaking. <laughs> Before he had a chance to resign from the fucking Screen Actors Guild. Yeah. Yeah, his whole life's falling apart. But uh, his last movie that he filmed, it's completed. It's a short movie. I think it's like 11 minutes long called Penance. I just want to read the description of what that is. It's like, a man makes the decision to cleanse his inner demons, revealing a buried past that begs the question, can we ever truly find forgiveness? And just how far will one go to get it? So this is, do you think this is like a, does he play himself in this movie? <laughs> 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 oh no, he has a character named Priest. <laughs> oh, come on. It's like a fucking short of Seventh Heaven. <laughs> it's 11 minutes. They don't have time to establish a full name and backstory. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's kind of similar to his book, Double Exposure. Anyways, it's a crappy book. <laughs> yeah, it's just some uh, some trashy dime store novel type garbage. Yeah. It's like the, the stuff you usually see Fabio on the cover of. All those <laughs> what gay erotica no just no like you know what i'm talking about like the, the whatever the the stuff that housewives read all the time yeah those romance red, novels yeah there you go romance novel but i wonder if uh if he'll actually get work after this or if his, his career is completely over everyone would say no i think but it just depends like people come back from this like uh you know, Jeffrey Jones still gets work. I wouldn't believe you until you you actually prove it. You know what I mean? And that's that's true. That's the guy from Beetlejuice. Like, that's Ferris crazy. Bueller's Day Off. Like, he still gets work. Um, People still love Woody Allen. He's critically acclaimed. I guess if you have enough talent, people overlook the most disgusting parts of you. Yeah, but is any of that reason. proven? Are they convicted? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Roman Polanski is still, like, critically acclaimed. He's not allowed to come into the U.S. <laughs> But still, people go. People act in his movies. They're they're proud to be in them. Yeah, so I don't know what to depends. tell you. Like if if you're good enough, then you can get away with it. Yeah, for whatever reason. So um, I don't know. Does does America think he's good enough? <laughs> <laughs> like it goes on to other things like even things that aren't quite so vile because it's hard to top child molestation but um just like anti-semitism racism like like a mel gibson blowout and people will still go see him in movies and and still love to be in movies he directs and whatever like i guess if you like have a long enough cool down period before you start putting your name out there in these films. I suppose you got a chance. Give enough time, people forget. What's that saying? Time heals all wounds. It's not going to heal those wounds of those little girls, unfortunately. It's horrible. According to the declaration page that I found on TMZ, on the front page, line 12, it states that the molestation of the three young girls happened over a decade ago, which I find is interesting because if that's true, these two episodes of Seventh Heaven that we're going to review happened after the alleged child molestation. So you think he had this in the back of his mind as he was reciting his lines? Well, it's it's hard not to watch this today and see when when you look at his face and you look at at, like how upset he is you're, you're wondering like is he acting or, or is he really <laughs> feeling any remorse or right. is he like scared he's gonna get caught like what exactly what emotion am i seeing in his face right now yeah who knows i guess it depends do you think he's a good actor he's all right good enough to hide his chomo but, feelings but here 
here's what I was going to bring up is like when you play this part and you know you're going to be reverend good guy and you're going to have to solve everyone's problems every week and they give you a script like hey this time you're dealing with drug addiction this time you're dealing with a hit and run accident this time you're dealing with this or that whatever and he's like okay no problem no problem when they give him the script it's like this time you're going to counsel someone who's been molested as a child you can't turn that shit down yeah so you just got to roll with it They're like, oh, god damn it. I knew this was coming, but whatever. I was hoping we would get canceled by the time we got to this shit. Yeah. (laughs) I just feel so dirty. No matter how many baths I take, I still feel dirty. I feel like people can see right through me, and they know. So let's just jump right into Talk to Me, season four, episode 19. I watched this entire episode, and then I told you that all you needed to watch was the last 10 minutes, 15 at the most. (laughs) Yeah. The entire first part is absolute garbage. It's like just the parents talking to their kids, getting to know their kids better. Well, there's a ton of them. They probably don't even remember all of their goddamn names. (laughs) One One of the sons has a friend at school who's a class clown and the mom wants to meet him big fucking deal it's like it goes nowhere as a plot point but like i guess the most interesting part is like the youngest girl has a friend at school who looks just like a uh, a garbage pail kid <laughs> <laughs> and um and she smells really bad <laughs> and, and so the little girl is like what should i you know tell smelly shelly that she's <laughs> awful and the mom's like no that's terrible and then they invite the girl over and people upstairs can smell how oh, bad Jesus this girl is. They're Christ. like, what does that smell? Is she a garbage pail kid? Is that what, what you meant? Said. Oh, I yeah. think you said cabbage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll edit that out. No, let's, let's just go back in time and pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> Stephen Collins wants to borrow your time machine, too. <laughs> At first, I thought you were talking about that one daughter who actually looks like a Cabbage Patch doll, sort of. <laughs> no, that's that actress. Um, that's, uh, what's her name? Lucy or something? The middle child. The middle daughter. <laughs> There's like four of them. <laughs> Be- actress Beverly Mitchell. That's why I said she looks like a Cabbage Patch kid. And like, it's just because like she's got like a, she's kind of cute, I guess, but she's got like a little puffy face. And it's like, <laughs> There's no way you're Jessica Beale's sister. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking way but anyway i was talking about this this smelly kid and this kid like her the reason why she smells is because her parents they just say her parents are bad and so her parents are no longer in the picture now she lives with her grandma and her grandma doesn't believe a in house showers. full of mothballs <laughs> so she smells like mothballs and then her grandma is like dating a guy who's a butcher or they live next to a butcher shop or something so like they've got all these exotic meats in the house so she smells God like mothballs it. and exotic meats oh that's fucking gross and it's apparently a smell that you can't wash off and it lasts forever like she's been in the house for hours and hours at this point and just a new character a new son or daughter will pop through the door and they're like what is that smell 
It's like, did you see that episode of Seinfeld where they get in that car and like they go to valet their car and I guess the valet, I think, had really bad BO and it just stayed with the car. Oh. And then anytime they got in the car, the BO stayed with them. Oh, damn it. That's and, gross. Yeah, it was a really funny episode. But like, that's that's what this girl is. And um, we have to deal with that for most of the episode. And then it's a little know, less uncomfortable than child molestation. No. But about 40 minutes in, I'm like, why was I watching this? again <laughs> and then after all this like all the camden shenanigans we see the reverend talking to this girl who's been molested and it's like oh this is no longer funny whatsoever or fun i mean the, the entire episode was not funny or fun but <laughs> Um, you know what I mean? Like the tone drastically shifts and it's yeah. like we're in this deep, dark place. And I'm like, okay, this is why now I watched it and you're listening to him talk and he's like talking about how child molesters are garbage and how they're like, they're evil and, and the victims should you know, be empowered and, yeah. and whatever. It's like, gotta go to the police right away. They're, yeah, yeah. It's a, your standard dialogue, but it's just creepy as hell coming from him now. Yeah. And that's what we watched it for. So, like, yeah, if, if, if you can find this episode... And, and you can and stomach it. it. <laughs> yeah. If you want to put yourself through that. <laughs> if you want to come out of this the episode smelling like a garbage pail kid. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I feel like right now. <laughs> um yeah and i don't know what like i think it was at at this point like after when the credits rolled and i was just thinking like yeah that's that's what i expected to see it creeped me out and now i have to do some sort of podcast on this like you can't make this funny (laughs) what what did i expect yeah this is a dumb idea now i'm sitting here like struggling to think of stuff to say i have like zero notes in front of me which usually i at least have some notes to go off of well yeah, nothing you never know when a famous actor is gonna just fucking fill up oh you can't prepare yeah <laughs> just leave a, a full-blown confession somewhere i think only god can help you now so when you go to stephencollins.com and you click on the top link write me It says that if you live in the United States and send a a self-addressed stamped postage envelope large enough to hold an 8x10 photo to and then leaves the address, like, do you think he'll send you a signatured copy still, like, to this day? Or do you think he stopped that? Uh, He probably stopped that this morning. (laughs) But I can't imagine most people were asking for that anyway. But who knows? Maybe they were. Maybe some people were big fans of Star Trek. Like, if if you go to his, uh imdb page you see number one like the creepiest photo (laughs) ever you can't even see both of his eyes all the way i mean it's so close you don't want it (laughs) he's like the picture is like looking through my soul (laughs) like trying to count my tree rings like yeah you're too old His picture is like he's best known for Seventh Heaven, uh, All the President's Men, Blood Diamond, and Star Trek, The Motionless Picture. (laughs) Those are his biggest claims to fame. People who don't like rules don't just break one rule. 
Well, you mentioned uh, Stephen Collins' website. Uh, there's also a section on there where he talks about his band, and his it's like his music is Stephen Collins and the Seventh Band. Like, is that like a tie-in to Seventh Heaven? Yeah, maybe. But then I guess they just play cover tunes. The hits of Rick Nelson. Yeah, fantastic. I <laughs> I actually wanted to listen to it to see what it sounded like, but uh, the the videos don't work unless you have QuickTime. <laughs> I'm not downloading Quick. <laughs> time just to hear uh stephen collins and the seventh band yeah nor am i gonna send him any money through itunes well we did kind of just pay him money in a sense by buying the amazon it was charity work for all the other billion actors in that show so we don't discriminate man we we understand they're going through some hard times Uh, yeah, so the second episode, season eight, episode nine, Go Ask Alice, it's just another episode where some kids are getting molested and he's got to save the day, the Reverend uh, Camden. What I thought was interesting about this, it was just by pure coincidence, because we were looking for the molestation episodes, we get an episode where Stephen Collins is working side by side with Meredith Baxter again, who we remember them teaming up together for one episode we did on a movie movie called a woman scorned i think that was episode 26 of ours we did that back in may so it wasn't that long ago it was kind of cool that was our mother's day episode and it starred both stephen collins and meredith baxter throughout the entire thing it was quite an interesting film you should check out our review but in case anyone doesn't want to listen to it it was basically meredith baxter plays this crazy bitch who kills her husband (laughs) and in this episode of seventh heaven it starts off with her being a crazy bitch yelling at (laughs) Stephen Collins. It's like the team's back together again. Yeah, that was really cool. It's like she was playing the exact same character. Yeah, yeah, just a little older. <laughs> you can't even tell. <laughs> yeah, so Meredith Baxter is the principal, the school principal. And the Reverend comes over because she runs a tight ship. And uh, some of the parents have been going to the Reverend complaining about the principal being too strict. But the main complaint that he's there to address is that there's a girl there named Alice who goes to the school. And her brother is always waiting there on the school property in his car to pick her up or to drop her off. Like, he's driving this vehicle on school property and parking there. And the problem is, that's not allowed? Yeah, that's fucking weird. This school is so strict that unless you actually go to the school, if you're not enrolled in this school, you're not allowed to drive in the parking lot. Even to pick up and drop off students, like, if you're a parent, you have to be outside of school property like on the street and let them out on the street (laughs) it sounds more dangerous actually (laughs) it sounds ridiculous like what school is this strict but then the kid he's waiting for his sister and it turns out like the sister's being molested by their father and you know i guess spoiler alert no one's gonna watch this anyway (laughs) the the boy in the vehicle is also being molested by this father yeah his reasoning for like no one's reasoning in this episode makes any sense like his reasoning for being there like just to pick her up and drop her off you would think uh, a 
originally. Like, he's just there to make sure she gets in the car and doesn't talk to anyone. And he's going to usher her straight home so the father can maybe molest her again or something. Like, he doesn't want the secret to get out, the family secret. Yeah, because it's embarrassing. What, yeah. That's what it seems like at first. Like, he's also a bad guy. And so Meredith Baxter is giving him a hard time, saying, you can't bring this vehicle onto school property. So she even gets the police involved at one point. Like, she tells the police, like, he can't be here. And the police actually haul him away to the, the police precinct to question him. Yeah. Because they, they do they do some stupid thing where they check out his car. Yeah. And they're like, oh, he's got outstanding uh, speeding tickets or some dumb shit. Who yeah. cares? Um, but the point is, like, when he's in the police department, the girl gets taken by Meredith Baxter, the principal of the school. Uh, she takes Alice to Child Protective Services. And then now she's kind of on the lamb. Like, Alice is safe with Child Protective Services. Meredith Baxter is now in hiding. Because the dad called out an Amber Alert. Right, and so it's like, now Meredith Baxter looks like a kidnapper. Yeah, exactly. Which is stupid, because once you hand, like, the very second you hand over Alice to Child Protective Services... The police are notified, yeah. Yeah, so aren't you free and clear? Yeah, no, that didn't make any sense. That was stupid. And then also, then, like, the the son, who is picking up Alice every day and dropping her off, turns out he's molested too, and he says, like, I didn't want to go home. Because every time I go home, Dad's home, and I didn't want to get molested by Dad again. So like that's why I'm always out it's like that doesn't mean that you have to be on your sister's school property getting in trouble all the time drawing attention to yourself you could be out of the house just hanging out at down the street in down your the car street. you yeah. could be eating at McDonald's or whatever like you could be away and not there causing attention and causing all this fuss with the uh, the principal and then the principal like she hears from Alice like I'm being molested by my father so that's why the principal wants to take her to child protective services she never once asked the sister like okay so what's your brother is he also molesting you too or <laughs> Or is he trying to protect you? Like, what's his deal? Because I've been giving him a lot of shit for being in my parking lot. Yeah. Like, w- th- there was no communication whatsoever. Yeah. So, like, they, they wrote the script wanting to make you think the entire time, oh, he's a bad guy. Or, oh, Meredith Baxter, she's a bad principal. Yeah, she's like, a bitch. Yeah. She's a bitch. They even, like, had this one scene where she's touching a student a little bit too much. And you're like, oh, I bet she's molesting that student. Like, <laughs> they wanted you to think at every corner of this episode that something bad was happening and everyone was a bad guy yeah but it was written so poorly that at the end um you're left questioning like well why did everyone act the way they did if everyone was just looking out for the interest of alice except for the one true bad guy the actual father molester then i don't know it was just it was dumb it's fucking terrible. And then, like, there's at toward the end, there's a uh, there's a part where the sister says, "I knew you, my brother, were getting molested, but I didn't say anything until it started to happen to me. And then when it started to happen to me, then I got upset and I knew I had to stop things. And then you're thinking, like, well, that's terrible. Like, you couldn't <laughs> help your brother out, but okay, whatever. Like, you know, your children, and you know, you're not thinking properly, right. and like, you know, child molestation messes you up mentally and so like it's understandable you're not going to make clear decisions right but then like it was kind of funny like in the next scene the daughter is yelling at the mother like you knew this was happening and you never did anything yeah yeah it's like well (laughs) 
why be so hard on your? I mean, granted, your mom's a piece of shit too. But why be so hard on your mom when you just admitted in the scene previous that you were doing the exact same thing? Yeah, exactly. You're putting your head in the sand. Yeah, and then shocker, we found out mom was molested by her dad when she was younger, and apparently she just put up with it. I don't know. The- <laughs> it's a bizarre universe where everyone's a molester except Stephen Collins. <laughs> It's like a Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> and then he does some uh, some excellent counseling, and that's the end of the show. Let's wrap it up for next week's episode. Um, everything goes back to normal, and you get an introduction to probably three more characters the next time around <laughs> that live in this fucking house the intro to season four because i've seen this show before like when it first came out yeah and i recognize most of the kids i can't name them but right i knew which ones were which based on their faces but then we get introduced to a whole new set of characters and the, the intro to season eight it's like i barely know any of these people yeah and i would like to see like the intro to season 11 i'm not gonna buy another episode <laughs> so i guess it's just something that i'll have to always live with that curiosity unsatisfied yeah i was but, gonna say uh, you can wait for the reruns but that's never gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> but i'm sure it's an entirely different set of people even in that yeah i don't know this is this is gonna be a terrible episode it's so disorganized but don't blame us blame stephen collins and if you look at his website it's stephencollins.com you can email him your hate mail at stephencollins3 at earthlink.net <laughs> Is three is his favorite number? Do you think that's something special to him? <laughs> I feel bad for Stephen Collins at earthlink.net and Stephen Collins 1 and 2 at earthlink.net. <laughs> and I bet even Stephen Collins 4. <laughs> Do you think he's the only one using earthlink.net anymore? <laughs> He's probably not even using it anymore. At this point, like, you don't even check your fucking fan mail or emails or anything like that. We can send in our shitty fucking self-addressed 8x10 envelope and he's not even going to open it. It's just gone straight in the trash. We should try, though. (laughs) Yeah. You think? (laughs) Yeah, we should. (laughs) We'll put your address on there. (laughs) We live in the same house, you idiot. I didn't want Stephen Collins to know that. (laughs) I'm a lot younger than you. (laughs) Not that young. (laughs) So, anyways, thanks for listening and enjoying in our breaking news alert, cash grab extravaganza. We we never make any money off this. (laughs) And we won't make any followers either. (laughs) No, we're we're hoping that just jumping on something while it's hot in the news, we might get some runoff from TMZ. I don't know. It's probably not going to happen. No one pays attention to what the fuck we say. Well, putting out good content doesn't work either, so we're doing something new. So you guys like bad content, huh? (laughs) Stuff that's slapped together in two seconds. (laughs) No planning whatsoever. Yeah, we can do that. I'm annoyed that they don't want want to take no for an answer and just play by the rules. Uh, 
Rules are made to be broken, are they not? What about the Ten Commandments? They meant to be broken? What about the Golden Rule? Forgive me, I'll stop wasting your time and I'm going to get back to work. Fucking cash grab. I'm, I'm out $4 because I bought two episodes of Seventh Heaven on Amazon Instant today.